I want to. I want to. I want to cover this. You want, go ahead, Christy. I just, I just say, I thank God for how faithful He is, even when I'm not faithful. My. He's been faithful. Amen. And he showed me and he's there with me. And I thank God for that. I will never forget. This is a stone that I have in my life. That Hallelujah. I to that altar. And I can say, yes. I can remember what he did for me. And I yes. thank God for what he did for me at Jubilee. And now he has just continued on just simply because of that faith. He said that if I'll have faith yes. in it and I have believed him and I have said, I'm just going to believe and I'm going to trust. And by saying that, he's just shown himself to me. And I just thank God for that. I thank God that he's so faithful to me. I just want to say, Lord, thank God. I just love him so much for what he's done here recently. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Can't get enough of that. Right. Listen, we've got all day. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. I'd rather be fed spiritually. And have my soul fed spiritually than to have my belly fed physically where it's going to run away. It's going right. to go off. You going to say something, Brandon? Okay, I didn't. I thought you was going to stand up. I said, praise the Lord. We'll keep rolling. Amen. Amen. I ain't worried about that. Amen. Amen. Everybody's going to be obedient to the Lord. Hey, listen, mind the Lord. I don't want to get in the way of God. Uh, we'll, I'm, not, I'm not trying to produce anything. I'm not going to do that. If you do that, it's not going to work. But listen, you be obedient to God. You'll know. <laughs> you, you'll know. When the Lord speaks to your heart, you'll know. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank God for this church. Thank God for this church. It's easy for us to just kind of get, we love one another, we're with one another, and we think, well, maybe it's just us that we're ministering to, but people are seeing and people are noticing what God's doing. Amen. God always has a few, amen, a remnant. It's not that anybody, nobody else is doing the right thing, but listen, for us, just because it's small, nowhere in the Bible to say it has to be big for God to make it powerful, amen. And uh, thank the Lord for it. Amen. Everybody been mindful amen. to the Lord? Preacher, I just want to say, I just want to thank the Lord for saving me. I just want to thank the Lord for that last song there that I mentioned. Amen. Boy, I love him today. Amen. And I think so good to me. Amen. And even, you know, that verse right there when it says, uh, when, when I can't see it, he can make out a way for me. And uh, I'm thankful that he Amen. does that for me. Yes. Because the way that I was living and the, the, the way that I thought was right was leading to destruction. And I thank the Lord for direction. Amen. I'll never, ever, you'll never, ever hear me, Lord willing, uh, forget to mention that. Mm -hmm. The direction of God. And I'm just so thankful for that in my life. Just thankful that he saved my soul. It thrilled my heart to be able to know that up there, uh, singing with all the children, that all six of my family members was up there singing. Amen. And it thrilled my heart Amen. to be able to know that my whole family Amen. was up there, that my children have a desire to serve the Lord, and one day they will come to the knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus, as well as each and every little one in here. But it's going to be up to us adults to be able yes. to direct them in that way. Help us. And it, it, it was even... My other message that I was going to preach this morning was about Moses and the burning bush. Mm -hmm. About how God took him up there. He mm -hmm. went to just go check on the sheep, but God had other plans. Mm -hmm. And God took him through that burning bush. God appeared in that burning bush, but he told him to go free the children of Israel. And yes, Pharaoh was big, and so was in Egypt, which is a picture of the world. But yet, God said, do you know who I am? He said, I am that mm -hmm. I am. Yes. Who do you serve him? Who are you serving? The Lord or are you right. serving yourself? And he and Moses was scared to death, like Kay said. You know, he was slow to speech. 
He said, I can't do it. But God said, I will allow you to do it. <laughs> he said, all I want Amen. you to do is go to Egypt. Amen. All I want you to do is go before Pharaoh, and I want you to say these words. Amen. He said, you don't have to worry about anything else. I'll take care of the rest. Amen. He said, go up to Weir's Cave and go up and we'll find some land. Amen. He said, all I want you to do is go. That's all we need to do. We Amen. We're looking. He said, I'll take care of the rest. And I just pray that everyone of us will just live by faith and not by sight. It's not that we see, yes, we've seen the hand of God here, but it should build our faith in right. the Lord to know Amen. that God's going to give us what we desire. And even through Moses, he freed the children of Israel. And then my message was going to be out in this lost and dying world, this is a picture of Egypt. Mm -hmm. There's still people out here considered related to the children of Israel that need to be saved and not right. from the bondage of sin. But yet it's going to be up to Old Pat's Baptist Church in the Shenandoah Valley to be able to go free them. Amen. It's not on our glory, Amen. it's God's glory. That's but yet great. he needed Moses. He was he used Moses to go free the children of Israel. God needs Old Pat's Baptist Church to go free these people who still have a hunger and a desire to be able to get saved. That's they don't know it. It's not being preached anywhere. They're not knocking down the doors Amen. to come through the church to be able to get saved. We got to go to them. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Amen. And I pray that we just have that faith that we are where we need to be to be able to let God use us yes. while we're still here. Yes. But yet, when we get up there, that way the whole Shenandoah Valley will know that there's a God. Amen. That can still do a work, not of man, but only of God. Amen. And I want to thank Him that I'm part of this church. I want to thank Him for just how He's been using me. I have a desire to be in the house of God each and every time. We just want to go up to the. Uh, see my family this weekend, but I said it's more important to go to the Shenandoah Valley, and I may catch heat over that, but I tell you what, I am in God's work here. God has us <laughs> come here in Virginia, and I'm not forsaking my family, and I'm not telling anybody else too, but I'm telling you what, whenever God, God has me here for Amen. a short time on this earth, Try. and I want to live my life for Him and do the Amen. best I can for Him, and I pray that He uses us as a church to be Amen. able to affect those around us. Amen. And I want to thank him that he makes that way for us. I pray they'll continue to make it. I guarantee he will. But we just need to love him. We need to live by that Bible. We need to have the faith to know who we actually serve. Amen. We serve Almighty God. And I pray that each and every day we live our life like it's our last. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother Jason. Amen. What a Savior. Amen. Yes. He might. Yes, amen. That's right. 
Praise his holy name. Amen. What a Savior. God be the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What a Savior. Praise the name of the Lord. Nobody else. Nobody mindful to the Lord. All right. Yes. Whether that means mowing the grass or singing or whatever it Amen. is, whatever the Lord has given us the ability to do, that we do it now. And it's not just here in our little church, but it's going to take even more in our other in our new church. And Amen. I, I don't want to be able to stand before the Lord one day. Right. I didn't give everything that I had. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. He gave his life for us. We give everything we've got. Can't come close to what he did for us to have a home in heaven, can it? That's what he wants. Praise the Lord. That's right. I don't want to hold back. I don't want to hold back either. I'm going to stand so I could have given more. Amen. Short period of time, if we all were lived to be 100 years old in here, that's but a blink of an eye versus eternity. Blink of an eye. Listen, time isn't stopping. Days are going on. Days are going on. We just need to get going. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. That's what we are talking about yesterday, Brandon. Unlocking those. There are people all around us that need it. You were talking about that. Lord, help us build a build a reaching. If they were going to come, God would not have told us to go. Remember that. We can't expect to sit back and just think they're going to come. Got to go. Amen. Got to go. God will bless that. God will bless that. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Praise the Lord for the testimonies. This is just as important as well, I promise you. All right. I, I'm assuming everybody has found their place in First Timothy. Let's go ahead and look at this. If, if I don't get all the way through it, we'll pick it up tonight. It's one blessing about, I know Brother Richard and Miss Betty can't be back. We'll, uh, 
we'll see we'll see how it goes here. I might get through it, but if not, uh, I know that, that it's such a distance there. I'm grateful they're with us, but one thing, you come back tonight, we can finish it up if we don't get it. So we'll just we'll be, we'll be mindful to the Lord. We've I definitely think we've we've already gotten what we need. I just want to give you just some thoughts here and some time we got remaining. I think it'll be helpful to us. So the Lord's put upon my heart. First Timothy chapter three. I want to begin reading verse fourteen. So let's go ahead and stand. Let's honor God's word. Let's reverence Him. First Timothy chapter three and verse fourteen. We'll read these verses. I'm going to read down through verse 16, and then we'll have a word of prayer, and then we'll just go ahead and get into the message and just follow the Lord. But look what it says here. It says, These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. We know this is Apostle Paul writing unto Timothy. He says, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Let's bow a word of prayer. Father, Lord, I want to thank you for the testimonies we've heard this morning. God, I want to thank you for speaking through those Thank you for speaking through the Sunday school lesson. Thank you for speaking through the special song, special music, songs that were sung. God, they've helped me. God, I pray now, Lord, you'd help me. God, I need your touch. God, please, I can't do this by myself. Give me clarity of mind, clearness of speech, Lord. Help us. We need your help in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. So many things going on, of course, with the church, and I mean, a lot of excitement. And we look, we need to be excited. There, there is no doubt we need to be excited. Uh, we should be excited. Um, with that, and, and Wednesday night, uh, I'd, I'd given a thought, and I felt like I just totally bombshelled it. I feel like I need to preach it again because it was just, it was just so much emotion there. But I just didn't want us to get away from the fact of all that God's doing. We cannot leave. The most important thing, it's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, how important it is uh, of, of all that God's doing. There's so many things today that are misunderstood in Christianity. We, we, we live in a world, we're in a time that people, that you, you, you talk, and, and, just, and I know you do this, just talk to people. People are so confused. They truly have no earthly idea what the Bible says. Uh, a lot of even people in churches today, and we, we, this, this area, this nation is flooded with easy believism. So scary. So many people of, of, of just, of, they've said some little prayer, they go on to live like the devil, live like the world. They think because they got this little prayer card, they're going to heaven. That's not salvation. That's not biblical salvation. There's so much more to it. It's a supernatural work, and, and, and we've got the contemporary crowd that's moved in today, and uh, they're, they're making services feed the lost man is what they're doing. They're attracting to the lost man. They, 
uh, as Brother Jason, Brother Jason mentioned about the songs, hey, we do believe in the old songs, praise God, the old hymns and songs that have truth in them. And they want today, they want the, they want the songs that have the worldly beat. They want the songs that uh, have no spiritual meaning whatsoever, but it feeds their flesh. Why? Because they've got a congregation sitting out there. It's in the flesh. They're of the flesh and of the spirit. And and so we, we, we see that crowd. We hear about the prosperity. You got your Joe Olstein today. Prosperity, prosperity, prosperity. Uh, you know how, how God's going to bless you and God's going to grow. Listen, we do serve a faithful God. But let me tell you what, listen, it's not it's not a bed of roses. It's not it peaches and cream all the way and right. and, and and we still have to understand that and we've got we've got the prosperity preachers, so many things out there to muddy the waters and confuse things. And I thought about this with our church as we're moving forward and we are moving forward. I just want to reiterate what I kind of mentioned on Wednesday night. We cannot lose focus of the whole heartbeat of God. Why is God doing this? It's not because we deserve it. It's not, but it's for the glory of Jesus. It's that other people may come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's that other people that, that, that he'll, he'll bless. We're fortunate enough to be blessed in a way that God could use us to reach other souls for Christ, for other people to, to experience what we have and, and to see God and to be saved. And, and, and with that thought, I want to read verse 15. It says this, as, as, as Paul was writing to Timothy, he says, But if I tarry long, he says, Look, I desire to be with you and come with you, but if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest behave thyself, where? In the house of God. In the house of God. Listen, God cares about how we conduct ourselves in the house of God. He does. He cares about that. And, and, and he cares about uh, what we do and how we do it. You've got a crowd today goes around. Here's all they want to do is preach on the love of God. Yes, God is love, but he is a, he is a righteous, holy God. He will and must judge sin. Uh, and here's what people say today too well as long as the heart's right it doesn't matter it does matter because truly the heart what is it it's not just a muscle that, that, that pumps and, and pushes blood through but the heart is your entire powering system on your being of your body and if the Lord has your heart then he's going to have everything else as well amen so they're lying when they say, well, just, it's just a hard no, and they're living like the devil and doing the things of the world and confusing things. Listen, I'm telling you, God, it does matter how we conduct ourselves. Right. In the house of God, out of the house of God, in our own homes, wherever we are, it matters. Amen. And God has made that clear, and so Paul is reminding Timothy of this, and we've got today, and I'm just thinking about, and I've been thinking about just so many things with our church and what God's going to do. I just don't want to lose focus. I've, I've had people tell us time and time again, you've been privileged to have people come through and I, I pray that God will continue to put people in our path. Some of the men that preach at our camp meetings, some of the men that stood behind the pulpit, I'm telling you, I'm not just saying this, some of the, some men that walk with God are some of the best preachers you'll find in America today have come to this little building and many of them have said, listen, there's something special here. They see the unity. They see the touch of God. See, they, they walk with God in a way they see beyond the superficial. They don't need to see a building. They don't need to see a big group of people. They want to see God. Amen. And they walk with God so they feel God. Right. They understand God's presence. And, and for them to say, listen, you've got something special here. You've got unity. I don't want to lose that, church. Right. I don't want to lose what God's given us. Amen. We'd be better off to stay right here and keep what we've got than to go somewhere else and get all blown up and get wrapped into what's out there today and lose the heartbeat of God. Right. Amen. Amen. 
The heartbeat of God is the gospel. It, it, it's, you've got church ministries today. Here's what they're doing. They're going out taking surveys. They've even gone as far. I'm telling the church in our area, they have a questionnaire. And they ask people that are lost men, what do you like? What, 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 what don't you like? What do you like to see? And then they build their church based off of that stuff. They're building it for the lost man. Church isn't for the lost man. Church is for the saint. They don't know the word of God. We must do everything according to God's will and God's way. And I thank God for where he has brought us and what he is doing with us. But this is as much as a reminder to me as it is to you when I'm preaching. Because I want to practice what I preach. I want you to remind me if I lose it. Amen. I, I, want, I, I want us to be reminded we cannot lose where we are now as God moves us forward. I've seen it. I don't want to have that happen. Amen? Listen, God, may, God can do with us right here and take us to that land and do a great work there and may not even add to what we... If no one else even comes to this flock... We need a facility. The things that we're seeking, God's providing because we're going to need them as time grows. As God adds to that, we must remember those of us that have been here, that God has brought, that I'm looking in your faces today, that listen, the core of this thing, we cannot lose focus of that as it goes. Amen. And if it grows, if that listen, if they want to come in and be part of us, I'm all for it. But if they want to come in and change us to be like them, they can keep on going down the road. Right. Exactly. Amen. Well, that's not right, preacher. No, listen, I'm telling you, we cannot get away from what God has said. Amen. I do not want God to bless us with a building and turn it into some entertainment center. I do not want God to bless it and, and, and begin to, to, to allow for our music to go in a different direction. We need to stick to what we know, God agrees with and what God has said is right. Amen. Amen. And, and it's, it's, it is a very, very, very important thing. And I'll say this. I know I said it Wednesday night and some of the things, uh, I'm not repeating myself in such a way, but I, want, I, I feel this is important for us to say, for you to understand. My wife that I love with all of my heart, that I would give my life for, if I were on our wedding day, Brother John, in her white dress and all of her beauty and glory were to entrust her with a group of people and say, I'm leaving and I'm going away and I'm going to be coming back to receive her. You care for her and you protect her and you take care of her and you look after her. And Brother Richard, when I got back, she was dressed like a harlot and she was living like a harlot and she looked like the world and acted like the world. I'm telling you, there'd be a price to pay. I'd have some heads. I'd roll some heads. There would be some wrath that's going to be distributed that I'm telling you, I'd lower the boom, Brother Jason. Why? Because that's my bride. That's the love of my life. I'm telling you right now, what do you think Jesus Christ is going to do when he comes back to this earth, hate to receive the church. What do you think he's going to do when he sees some of the condition of what we got out here today and people call themselves Christians? We got churches today, listen, they're meeting today and they look like a bunch of harlots. We got people getting up on a platform that they look like harlots. Amen. Lord help us. You're right. Amen. 
Why are you saying that, preacher? I'm saying this. I don't want to go wrong. I'm excited. I can't hardly sleep. I wake up. I go to bed thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. I talk about it. And I, I, I'm soaking it in. I'm not going to pretend it ain't. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> but I want to make sure as we grow and as we go, we don't lose focus of what I'm preaching about this morning. We don't forget where we came from. We don't forget this little building. We don't forget when we came to Jesus. We don't forget those things as God does what God's going to do. Amen? Amen? This is an important thing. God has entrusted us with his gospel. He is he, we must continue to prove that God, we can be trusted to handle a new building with a school, a gymnasium, whatever else he desires to give to us, to reach a community that he can entrust us to do that and do it right. Amen? Amen. And do it right. And oh, we know it can happen. We've got churches that God's put in our path that we know that, that are doing it today in the world we live in. And we're just praying God do that here, God do that with us. Man, but we need to understand we have been entrusted with that. And look what he says here in verse 15. He says, and, and this is important, he says, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. Now, now this, and I know some may not care about it, but that right there is my why I preach against Facebook. We're to be the pillar and ground of truth. There ain't nothing truthful about that garbage. Amen. If you're on it, you need to get off of it. And if you're thinking about getting on it, you better not. If I find about it, I'm going to whammy you. Amen. And you'll not serve or hold a position in this church because you're on it. Right. And I've had people leave this church because of that very reason. Isn't that amazing, Ben? Because of Facebook. Now, you tell me it's not powerful. They left the church over one thing. But they claimed that that thing didn't have power in their life. But they left the church over it. We're to be the put on the ground of truth. We're the church of the living God. We are the church of the living God. We serve a risen Savior. We serve a risen Savior. We serve the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is he, the God of the, the very God that provided the ram, Brother Jason. For I, Abraham, and Isaac is the very God that can provide everything we need. Amen to do what we're asking. It's nothing what we're asking God to do. Right. It's nothing. We need to understand that it, as Miss Kayla had said and even I think Chrissy attests to it, our life and the smallness of what we are and I think Morgan mentioned that as well. We've got to realize He is such a big God. We serve the true and living God. Right. Amen. Amen. And we're to be a pillar and ground of truth. We're, 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 to, we're to live according to the truth of the Word of God. This isn't our church. It's God's. It's not going to be our building. It's going to be God's. It's not our land. It's God's. It's God's work. This isn't my work. This is God's. I've just been fortunate enough to, to be graced by a presence of you. I, I can say, God, I love you. There's some men I don't know of even love their congregation. I love our church family. I love being around. I love serving with you. I'm privileged enough to simply just be an under-shepherd to the, to the great shepherd we have in Jesus Christ. This is his work. We've got to remember that. This is a work of the Lord. It's not our church. It belongs to God. Therefore, we must do what he says. 
We need to behave ourselves in a fashion in the house of God, out of the house of God, within our own homes that's pleasing to God. Everything that we do. Amen? Amen. And here, here's what we have to understand as, as Paul here is, is talking about that. I go back to the gospel. I go back to the gospel. The gospel is the center of the church. You understand that? The whole, the whole thing that God has put upon my heart, I go back six years ago, I go back to Jeremiah uh, 6.16, Thus saith the Lord, stay in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths where is a good way, walk therein, ye shall find rest for your souls. And here's the thing, the part that got me is the end of that says, they said we'll not walk therein. We're in a day that people don't want that, but thank God for those that do, Amen. amen. And we need to establish a foundation for these children that come up that can have an opportunity to know Him. And live for Him. And other people that may walk through the door of the church to be able to hear the truth. And what does it center around? The gospel. It's all about Jesus. Amen. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. It doesn't matter. Listen, one day what is going to matter will be what did you do with Jesus? And there's so many people today that need to hear about Jesus. We're in a world that really the way they look, and, and I believe this with, with where we are today, we know Jesus, but people look for a church building. They don't want to see a storefront. They could care. They, they, so most people don't even know we're here still. Six years. Talk to people, invite them. The people David talks to, talk, David talks to people all the time and says, man, and they're out in this area. I didn't even know there was a church there. People in the day we're in, they look for a church building. Guess what? God's going to give us a church building. Hallelujah. We got the truth. God's going to give us more than that. Amen. But we need to understand that in the whole part of this, the importance of this, the center, what's revolving the heartbeat of God is that souls may come to Jesus Christ. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And listen, there's going to be a sad, it's going to be a great day for us and a sad day for many people. But I want to do as best as I can, Brother Jason, to do all we can to reel as many as we can. Hey, before the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. Because I'm telling you, those that have heard a clear presentation of the gospel, those that think they can wait until we're all gone and, and the rapture is taking place, the Bible clearly states they'll believe alive the Antichrist. Their time is now. Your time is now. This is not a game. It's a very important thing. And the whole key to this is the gospel. Now let me say this and I'll be done. I'm not going to get done. That's fine. We, and here's the title of my message, Grounded by the Gospel. We must be grounded by the gospel. That is not just for the lost, but that's something we need to be very mindful of as saved children of God as well. That's something we should not get away from. Amen? Amen. Let, let, let me give you three, here's three thoughts I had about this about the gospel, being grounded by the gospel. Number one, it's a powerful gospel. It is a powerful gospel. The gospel, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, taking it back further, the condition of man, 
the, the, the fact that God came to this world robed in flesh to save our souls, all of the things that factor into the gospel, the very fact that man needs a savior, man cannot get to heaven on his own. You cannot earn it. You can't be baptized and get there. Can't be prayed in. Just because you go to church don't get there. all the things that we know and I'm afraid of. Listen, I'm not going to stop saying those things, but if we're not careful, if you hear things enough, then they be, you begin death to those things. Right? We preach Jesus, we preach Jesus. But listen, I hope that it still rings a bell that it's not just something that's just glancing off of us, but the gospel, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. Why, why Jesus came? Why did God do what he did for sinful man? All of those things, are that's the core. It's a foundational block in laying the foundation for anything when it comes to the church. It's built off of Jesus. It's built off of Jesus. It's a powerful gospel. Now I want you to turn to Romans. We're in Romans. My other two points, I'm going to cover them tonight, but I'll give Brother Richard and Miss Betty. It's a, I'm, I'm going to cover it's a powerful gospel. But, but also it's a personal gospel. See, it's got to become personal. I can preach all day long until it's blue in the face, but this has to be personal to you. It's got you've got to you yourself know exactly what I'm talking about. It can't be from hearsay. It's a personal. We're gonna cover that tonight. And also, hey, the fact of the matter is, the the we, we look at the power of it. We look at it, it, that it's, it's it's personal. But brother Jason, it's a permanent gospel. It will not go away, and it need not change. Amen. I'm gonna cover that tonight. Amen. All right, I want to cover it today, but hey. We'll, we'll just, God has spoken. I, I, feel, I feel like I just need to give the first point. Cut her off here, Brother Dave. If we've got enough time, we'll put it on one CD, however we'll do it. I'll try to wrap her up. But I want to give you the first thought. It's a powerful gospel. It's a powerful gospel.